0: stuff, I had my fill to tell the truth and it really me. But wow, there's Kid Cuisine. An awesome meal that's made just for me. And now Kid Cuisine's making their well-balanced meals better than ever. They're all my favorite foods and fun games too. And so I say yes with Kid Cuisine. I'll have a my mine. I will kidnap No, I got to do it right. I got to do it right. I'll kidnap a thousand children before I bother to edit this podcast. (laughs) Into it. Seamless. Perfect Perfect Molly. Yo. Hey, what's happening, dude? I'm a guy with the. Oh, were you just doing like a simple Rizzo the Rat (laughs) kind of yo? Yeah,
1: yo. Yo
0: yo, to me always signals the start of the Bartman rap.
1: I know. We've met.
0: Okay, Molly. I get it. (sighs) Anyway... Anyway,
1: welcome to The Pants Are Too Tight,
0: the best name for a podcast ever. I'm Danny. I'm Molly. And that that's thats, and that's it. Have and a good day. <laughs> and that's the way it is. We're both Walter Kronkite. And
1: that's the way the cookie crumbles.
0: And that's the way. Molly, I was trying to do the Mandalorian thing. I should have said this is the way. Uh, it really, yeah. It's really hard for me sometimes to remember how words go and that they don't all mean the same thing.
1: Wow, what a struggle, Danny.
0: Molly, I wish you would appreciate it more when I acted like Mr. Waternoose because while I said I would kidnap a thousand children before I'd let this company die, I was scuttling around like a crab. And I know the people on the podcast can't quite hear it. Because I'm not going to bother and edit in editing the sounds See, of my like, crab. Feet. I
1: know it's a crab bottom, but I always think spider. <laughs> Can I say something? Go
0: ahead. If we ever make like a Nickelodeon show from the '90s about going to school and how mm-hmm. it sucks, we should have a teacher named Mrs. Crabbottom. Yeah, and she should definitely be, she should be sort of a stickler for the rules, a Miss Finster type.
1: Oh, I like it. But it's a Nickelodeon
0: show, so it'll be grosser. was
1: like something Crabapple? Mrs.
0: Crabapple from The Simpsons. Her name is Crabapple. That
1: that might be it. Yeah. That might be what I'm thinking of.
0: I like to ab, 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 Crabbles and (laughs) Banabbles. What I a like fun song Oat.
1: for a child. That okay. was like one of my favorite. Do favorites. you
0: remember when we were youths, we had a VHS tape of like public domain children's songs being staged? I always thought it was a Barney video, but I don't think it was because I don't remember Barney ever showing up. It was just that style of content. And they sang that song. I like to oh oh. I'm Oat, pretty Oat, sure Oat, this Zimmonos. is a Barney tape, actually. And it was yeah, they had like Did a Did they
1: also do we're on Grandpa's Farm?
0: No, it was it was the song was I don't think so. I just remember they had that one. They had, um, down by the bay mm. where the watermelons grow. But they also, real quick, in that, when they were doing apples and bononos, Molly, mm. <laughs> they did the way they visualized this was they had a giant cereal bowl full of cereal and milk, and they oh, were cutting right. up fruit and putting it in the bowl. So they were cutting up apples and, and, uh.
1: Okay, so no, I don't think this is Barney anymore. Now I don't know what you're talking but about. But here's at all. the
0: thing is that. As I'm saying this out loud, I'm becoming terrified that this was never real. And I'm just (laughs) drained. So
1: you said that, and with the image of this big bowl, I'm picturing the Wiggles, but they usually Mm. sang original songs on that.
0: But I feel like the Wiggles definitely did a cover here and there. Like They couldn't have had all original songs. I mean, the kind of content they would have had to produce.
1: It was a lot too. Chug a chug big red car. Yeah, yeah.
0: Fr- fruit salad. Yummy, yummy.
1: Well, that maybe that's what you're thinking of. Maybe you're picturing the fruit salad. Maybe
0: I am because that also involved a giant. Because yeah, it? and
1: I think I can picture them like running around. Or maybe you're thinking of the Jonas Brothers, the Pizza Girl.
0: No, but here's the thing. Uh, yes, I am. Thi- <laughs> I'm always thinking of the Jonas Brothers music video for Pizza Girl, where they're running around I on the pizza.
1: Fell in love. Do you remember when we tried with this- the pizza?
0: You were a big Jonas fan, by the way. That's a perfect impression of the Thank way you. that song is performed. But- <laughs> do you remember we tried, you being a big fan of Jonas as a youth, Mm -hmm. we tried to watch that show, the Jonas Brothers thing, recently on Disney Plus, and we could not finish one episode of it. It
1: was rough. Now, what's crazy is, okay, so a little backstory here. I was not a Jonas Brothers fan. Um, I was that annoying person who was like, I don't like the Jonas Brothers and you uh like the Jonas Brothers so you're lame. I mean, not really, but kind of, yeah. That was pretty much me. Yeah, I was like, the Jonas Brothers don't even like have their own songs. They're like, just seeing covers of other music because like, they yeah. were on Disney and they had them do like Kids of the Future and like Poor Unfortunate Souls.
0: Year 3000 is a cover.
1: Which I recently have heard, yeah. which is wrong you in learned my that heart.
0: On the day of my birth. I did. My birthday.
1: And um, If
0: you're listening, send me a present. It's not too late. <laughs> I'll still accept your presents. Creep. Oh, yes, I will. Give me a nice little package wrapped up with a bow. <sighs> I don't like any of that. Nothing anyway. Nothing I got for my birthday this year was wrapped. Everything was in bags, which I really appreciate. No,
1: your pencil from Ryan was oh, wrapped. Oh, that's right. Our dear... In ancient Powerpuff Girls <laughs> wrapping paper that I found in the office.
0: Yes. My dear brother Ryan gave me a, an Apple pencil and He wrapped it up with Powerpuff Girls wrapping paper from the year like 1997. It was beautiful. It was. Um, Actually, Um, I don't think the Powerpuff Girls was on yet in 1997.
1: No, I mean, they might have been. I don't know. I think Whoop-Ass Stew,
0: the original pilot for the Powerpuff Girls, was around. The wrapping
1: paper definitely isn't that old. It's from post 2002,
0: postmodern.
1: Um, but it's like an annoying kind of wrapping paper that doesn't come on a roll. It it's like in, in the sheets. Yeah, but thank Useless. goodness the
0: Apple pencil was just the size of one sheet.
1: Yes. Anyway, so I wasn't a big Jonas Brothers fan, no. but I did like the TV show Jonas yeah. because I, and that's kind of what made me start to like the Jonas Brothers, which is which is weird because now, now you're know, a huge fan. Yeah, like I know they're not. That isn't are. considered one of their greatest things, yeah. but. It was like I got to see their personality, and that's how Kevin became my favorite Jonas brother because he was funny, and I was yeah. like, oh, I like this show, um, and yeah, we tried to watch it recently, and we I don't know why that's what sold me on them. It was timed
0: like a sitcom that would have a laugh track, but there's no laugh track, yeah. so characters say something like, this pizza is real bad, and then there's a long, long pause. You
1: know, I don't even think my problem with it was the Jonas Brothers. No. It was like- just the weird editing yeah. that made it weird like if the editing of the pizza girl was just in that time like for that one song that'd yeah. be fine but like it always got weird
0: It always got weird, especially the pizza girl music video where they're tiny and they're running across a giant pizza while the girl makes it. It's just weird. Also, why is she making the pizza? She just delivers them.
1: Yeah, there's definitely some plot holes. It's a conceptually confused.
0: They should have been. It should have been like the Little Mermaid, where the French chef is trying to kill Sebastian. Uh, It should have been like that. There should have been an unrelated Italian stereotype chef trying to kill them for making eyes with the pizza girl she should have
1: been trying to run them over with her delivery car oh that'd
0: be good she should have been like it really goes horror movie and she's just like trying to knock them all over like maximum overdrive I just like
1: the concept in that episode that they've spent so much money on pizza that's honestly pretty good like one hysterical two scary can I ask you a question go ahead
0: Outside of their Jonas Brothers careers, obviously the Jonas Brothers as individuals have had very big careers. Do you have a favorite song of any of theirs outside the Jonas Brothers? Because I do.
1: Oh, like any of their individual? Yeah, songs? like their individual bands. I can't pretend that. Okay, so let me be clear. I do like the Jonas Brothers now, but I have never become like a big Jonas Brother fan in Shout the, out the out sense to our that, friend like, Alex, yeah, our friend Alex, <laughs> big Joe Bro him. fan. Um, no, like. You know, I don't I don't really follow them. Yeah. You know, it's like I have more recently in my like for my late late middle school years on.
0: <laughs> like their my late, late middle school years? There's only three. I'm of them. saying
1: that and I'm thinking like it could have been like early high school. I'm not sure. Late into
0: my career as a middle schooler.
1: After twenty ten, I was like, Oh, I like those old Jonas Brothers songs and I like barely got yeah anything after that. You didn't have of.
0: much room left on your iPod shuffle. I
1: didn't. I didn't have an iPod Shuffle. I had an iPod Nano. Let us be clear of the technology of the past. You've been
0: asking us to be clear a lot in this yeah. episode already, and we're only a few minutes in.
1: Um, but so my favorite from like, I, I don't really know it. I know that Joe's got brothers. that like "Cake by the Ocean" yeah. song, and that I,
0: "Cake by the Ocean" song—that's what it's called.
1: <laughs> I didn't know he's got that. Song, you know, sometimes cake songs like have a clear title, but they'll call it "Cake something by like the Ocean" pants. is a very clear
0: title. Yes, um, okay. that's fair. Uh, Do you have a favorite one of those, by the way, of like songs that have the absolute wrong title? Mine is um, Escape, parenthesis, the Pina Colada song, which should absolutely just be called the Pina Pina Colada Colada song. song? Nobody remembers the Rat to me and escape. That is such a minor part.
1: I do have a favorite one of these, but damn it, it's not coming to me.
0: I love songs with parenthesis in the title. They're very funny to me. Anthony's song, parenthesis, Moving Out, should be called Moving Out. Like, it it really drives me nuts when the- That
1: pa- might be my favorite.
0: The parenthesis having what they know the title of the song should be mm-hmm. is kind of weird, especially because it's like Anthony's song. Like, all we, the only time we hear Anthony is, Anthony works in a grocery store. The song very quickly becomes about Sergeant O'Leary walking the beat, who at night becomes a bartender.
1: I mean, I don't think it becomes about him, to be clear. Well, now, he works well, now you're Catch having me think of too many things. Yeah. My favorite non-Jonas Brother Jonas song, I'm trying to think of any of the Nick Jonas songs. Yeah. I mean levels? I don't know that one.
0: Cuz there's levels to you love. I'm thinking and of I, I know that song Jealous up. from Nerd way level. back. Um yeah.
1: oh, what was that song when he was with Nick Jonas and the Oh my the god. Crew? No, no, no. Like I want to say the, the sound starbers. something. Oh my god, what the heck was that song? Soundscape. Called?
0: Manhattan Transfer.
1: You're just naming things that are not helpful.
0: Hmm, sorry.
1: There's that song about like me not this is me. Oh 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 uh, um This
0: is real No This is me. I'm exactly
1: Does that count mean. as one of the bands? The Camp yeah, Rock band? The Camp Rock band? Oh. That's a different story. Then it would easily be camp uh, rock. that one that's like you can rock and roll.
0: Oh, if we were gonna count Camp Rock. Oh no, I no, would, no.
1: Play My Music would be my favorite by m- the Camp Rock band. My
0: favorite by the Camp Rock band would be I like Song. cheese, but
1: oh. only on Pizza. I ended up as their band. Sometimes that is my only. favorite of
0: all time. Well I was saying separate from the Jonas brothers, and so the band within the universe and also their solo careers in True. the universe are all separate. Okay,
1: so that would be my favorite, absolutely. Yeah. Introducing me by yes. Nick Jonas in Camp Rock 2, which I got to sing when I was in Camp Rock. You were in your, but I only had to sing yeah. part of it, and it was like well, part of girl. a made-up verse. It yeah. was, it was
0: the stage we, adaptation. The of camp stage rock.
1: adaptation has different lyrics, and we made the very correct decision yeah. to not use the stage adaptation lyrics because they were stupid. That
0: could be a legal thing where, like, they have to use like um, when, whenever I was when I was in chorus back in the day, uh, Mr. Lucci's chorus class. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> she was the best she was she was like the ultimate You're making wife. it sound like
1: she's dead
0: no she's alive she was just she's retired She and i'm not in school but she was just great anyway the point is she was she was a lunatic she would do splits for no reason anyway um <laughs> but whenever we would buy music um like the little sheep the sheet music uh for us to sing from the lyrics were very often different especially the song september um, which of as course, in as in body, earth, when it fires,
1: parenthesis, body, ah, yes. Um, my favorite parenthesis is, yeah. um, Oh, what a night, December,
0: late December, whatever that one. Cause that's called December, 1963, isn't parenthesis, it? Parenthesis, what a night? I you have to look so. it up. I, I I'm can't. trying,
1: but my Google isn't okay, working. Okay, here, you know
0: what, I'll look it up. But anyway, whenever we would buy the music, it, mm-hmm. it had different lyrics. And so to this day, when the song September comes on, I can kind of remember like the lyrics we had, which were, um, it was, uh, they were very weird. Now, the lyrics to September are already kind of weird, but it was like, um, Golden Dreams Were Shiny Days, I think is the real lyrics, right? The, What'd novel, you say? Golden Dreams Were Shiny Days is like the, you know, the, Golden dreams shiny days. I like, thought it
1: was like never was No, a never was a cloudy day. day. Is in the song. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. Uh, the
0: oh point
1: yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. later. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's we I had all like. these things that like all these alternate lyrics for it. It was very odd. It was, uh, but anyway. My favorite, the point was my favorite um, non-Jonas Brothers song by a Jonas Brother is this song called Forever by, uh, God, do you say DNCE or do you just say dance?
1: Danny, I already told you I don't know. (laughs) Well,
0: by Joe Jonas and his friends. Um, The song is called Forever, is really great, but it wasn't put on an album of theirs. It was only released, to my knowledge, as part of the Lego Batman movie soundtrack. I was
1: wondering why you knew That's, this. <laughs> I'm
0: not even kidding. It was there's a guy named uh I believe his name is Justin Trantner, I think, and he wrote the song and then they got them to to play it for the movie. Um, because I guess they have a recording contract with Warner Brothers or something. Or maybe they just really love Lego. Or maybe they just really love Batman. I don't know, but whatever it is. The point is, the song Forever is is a really great song, unironically. It has nothing to do with the Lego Batman movie. Um, which has its own great music. No, but uh, it, it's just this really catchy song, and I, I really dig it. And um, it's better than that one, uh, the other one. What's it the Jealous one? Is that Nick Jonas? Yeah. I, that song bothers me, and I don't know why, and I actually do know why. <laughs> and I said I didn't because I don't want to be critical, but the lyric, I'll it's my... No, no, no. Jealous. It's my right to be hellish. I still get jealous. Whoever wrote that,
1: I can't boo. pretend I know Just the lyrics to that song. It's not back Can you bear. look up what Nick Jonas's Jonas' band was way back? Jonas. It was like, I should know. I watched that Jonas Brothers documentary. I know that was in there again.
0: Yeah, in December 1963, parenthesis, Oh, What a Night. By yeah, four that, that's one of my okay. favorites. You wanted Joe Jonas's band or Nick No, Jonas?
1: Nick Jonas's band. It was Nick Jonas and the something. I know if Alex... Or, or really, any of our friends are listening. They're like screaming the name of that band <laughs> right now.
0: Oh, maybe I should cut this down so they don't have to scream for as long. No, God, he's scream. only twenty-seven. Ugh, I always feel so inadequate when young people succeed. Don't you? I feel that. I hate that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Associated Acts, Nick Jonas and the Administration. That's
1: it. The Administration. Funny enough, I don't Demi know Lovato. what the song was oh. still, but there was a yeah. song by them, and everybody held up the signs in mm-hmm. it, and I think. That's one that was in my head for a long time. I can't maybe, say it's my favorite. I don't think I liked of any of them.
0: The Bob Dylan music video, where he has the lyrics written on the white no, cardboard and he this throws. This wasn't
1: aside. lyrics. Were you
0: maybe thinking of the Weird Al song, where he parodying Bob Dylan does a song that's all palindromes? So he has the white title cards no. and he sings it like. what? Are you maybe thinking of the safety video for Race Through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon? Where, as uh, the roots play and wrap the safety instructions, Jimmy holds them up on white title cards and throws them away. As no, I'm through. actually
1: thinking when Jimmy's holding up the letters for Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> to do alphabetics. Alphabetics.
0: Alpha- alpha- oh my God. What is alphabetics?
1: <laughs> you went alphabetics, alphabetics. It's alphabet aerobics.
0: Molly, I'm having a seizure or a stroke. A stroke, sure? Mm, still doing it.
1: I can wrap alphabet aerobics. Uh, please. You know? I'm not going to do it oh, now. Oh, good. Yeah, um, I, I'm i not really prepared for okay, that okay. at this moment. I can do
0: White and Nerdy by Weird Al.
1: I can Which do the rap out. part of Lemonade Mouth. Yeah,
0: also shout out to our friend Alex, the same one who loves the Jonas Brothers, because she went to a Weird Al concert with me, and that's why we will always be the coolest friends. I don't remember why we went.
1: <laughs> I don't remember. I think what. she just knew she you wanted to go. Too. She
0: asked me to go. And I was very much like, this is.
1: I and I like know. don't think she was a weird Al fan. I think she just knew you'd like to go.
0: I think that. And that's the sign of a good friend is they'll just be like, hey, you want to go do something? And you'll be like, OK, I guess. <laughs> that
1: is one of the weirdest things. was that's only ever like happened.
0: an hour drive. It wasn't.
1: Uh, um, I would like to put on the record just before we get off of it. I to set the uh, while I did like Jonas as a youth, I don't think it holds up. Mm. And I never liked Jonas LA.
0: Well, Molly.
1: I'd like to just make we'll that We'll take clear. that into consideration. I'd like it to be clear.
0: But I'd like to take this time to, with absolutely no segue, move into our main topic. Oh, no.
1: No, no, no. What? I wanted to go back. Did Don't
0: you? sandbag me. I'm sandbagging you. Ugh.
1: So aside from the giant bowl of fruit that put us on to the Jonas Brothers, yes. um, do you remember anything else from this home video? I'm really trying to...
0: Oh, no, it wasn't a home video. It was no, a
1: VHS. No, I mean VHS. I'm sorry. I'm going to correct was, myself. Um,
0: the bowl of cereal was in, like, an, a basically an undecorated soundstage, almost like a warehouse. And it was just, like, completely undecorated except for the bowl. I know they did Down by the Bay. And I think they did Do Your Ears Hang Low.
1: Did they have – do you remember any of their visual Sure.
0: For um, – for how much is that dog in the window? Which uh-huh. is what I meant to say instead of do yours, Hanglow. For how much is that dog in the window? They had like. Sort of soft, <laughs> uh, fading footage of a puppy. It would like softly fade from one image of the puppy to the other. Mm. He was a beagle in a window. I believe the lyrics were on the bottom of the screen in yellow. And I might be mashing up two or three different tapes of public domain Is songs. This they had "Into the Wild Blue Yonder" over. I was footage. just gonna
1: ask that if yeah. that was in that. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I remember this being a thing. Oh, good. I don't know, it know what might it be was. A series of
0: tapes. It might be more than one tape. I'm putting. I, no,
1: I don't think so. Um,
0: Songs for babies. I'm going to
1: think about it. And if I remember, I will tweet it from the Pants Are Too Tight account. And if you know what we're describing, oh, yeah. please tell us. If you guys
0: know, f-
1: fucking hit me up, babe. Fucking hit Let slide me our DMs. Fucking
0: I fucking did love, publicly. there
1: was a Barney um, show that I did love yeah. where they were performing on a stage... With a bunch of different things. And I really liked like Down on Grandpa's Farm, whatever that song was. I really liked that one. I really enjoyed the performance. And I know that they sang um, that song about the hole in the bottom of the sea and they were flying over the ocean. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah.
0: For some reason, when you said they were performing on a stage, instead of Barney, I immediately pictured the Spice Girls... On like a giant megator stage. Why? I fucking wish I knew why. Something's wrong with me, See, Molly. You
1: said the Spice Girls, and I thought the Pussycat Dolls. So we're <laughs> just all over. The it's place a real rough today. day.
0: I was thinking about Josie and the Pussycat, but then You're again, I always, always think. are
1: thinking of Josie. And the oh, I'm always
0: thinking about Josie and the Pussycat. jour, a great fake boy band. Sure. Anyway, anyway, um, let's talk about our main topic, let's Molly. Stop being topic. such a tool and let me do transitions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I threw a zip tie at Molly. Is
1: that what that was? No,
0: it was a twisty tie, not a zip tie.
1: Liar. All right.
0: Liar, liar. Our
1: topic for today is?
0: Our topic for today are disturbing mascots for food. Food mascots that when you look at them, you not only don't want to eat, you want to regurgitate what you have eaten. You want to stop eating forever. I'm you want to swear off the notion of caloric intake of any kind.
1: I'm sorry. I'd like to be clear. Yeah? I was told creepy. Yeah, creepy. Not disgusting. Okay,
0: well, here's the thing, Molly, is that when I am creeped out, I tend to hurl.
1: Okay. Uh, no, I don't, I don't gross. have the same reaction. I just wanted to be clear, because yeah. if we were going for disgusting, are... I might have had different answers.
0: Yeah, you would and... have said blob boy.
1: Well, I don't know what that is, but sure.
0: I was picturing Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs when I said, "Oh,
1: geez, it. yes, that, would, that be. would be."
0: Why are you suddenly talking like you have no emotion? Am I? You were doing, "Oh, geez, yes, that would be." Because I was scared. Because so you mentioned from... Pizza the Hut, you started talking like Christoph Waltz in *Inglorious Bastards*, but without an accent the way that he oh yes i got to bingo it's that sort of drawing out things you started doing that it was very unnerving sorry for a minute i thought you were a nazi straight up
1: well i'm glad that we got that molly are you gonna
0: strangle me after you try to put a shoe on my foot
1: listen i don't want to get into details about it (laughs) i don't want to talk about
0: work if the shoe fits strangle a woman in the middle of a movie for an uncomfortable amount of time
1: (laughs) so we're tarantino
0: feet and murder of women Let's not look into that.
1: <laughs> um, let's
0: keep... No, let's give him another Oscar. Molly, come on. <laughs> let's please... No, please. Don't try to examine it.
1: Why are you doing this? I don't
0: know. I'm still thinking about Uma Thurman and her poor legs. God, she dances so beautifully in the producers. We agreed. How did she recover? We
1: agreed to never talk about <laughs> Quentin Tarantino on the podcast.
0: <laughs> we, we had an agreement. We
1: had an agreement. We had an agreement. I'm we out. We weren't going to talk about you it. you Are going
0: to storm out of this interview like Gallagher?
1: You know of our... Many feelings on the yes, subject. Yes, our many
0: feelings. We don't talk about Quentin Tarantino. I promise not to explain my Gallagher references, and we just keep rolling.
1: <laughs> anyway. And anyway,
0: these are our creepy mascots.
1: We're gonna each name our top five creepy yes, food mascots. And we're gonna meet
0: in the middle at our creepiest number one.
1: Um we have not told each other no. what our two our five
0: Neither arm. of us has <SSSSSSSR> <get> disclosed <SSSIs> yes. Yes. yes neither of us has disclosed the contents of our list we know that our lists do not overlap because we went through our lists and said the first letter of each one and then sort of went on to the second letter if we had one that had the same first letter you know we checked. And we were so, all in the clear. We know that we don't have the same ones. We know that we have a total of 10. I have one honorable mention that I'll say before my number one. And,
1: and Danny does know one of mine because um, I I, do know one I of needed hers. to clarify that it wasn't a fever dream. She
0: wanted to make sure it was real and she hadn't hallucinated yeah. this in a nightmare. All so right. these are our top 10 uh, creepy food mascots. Things that unnerve us that not only don't make you want to buy a food product, but make you want to call an adult. There Molly, you would you like to start off with your number five? My number
1: five. So this is the least creepy, least creepy. of the... F- five okay um okay i'll start with my number five um sure. which i wrote, uh, wrote as number three but i didn't have them in order
0: are you feeling um, well? no you I, look warm
1: i my eyes are so itchy this allergy <laughs> season is killing me
0: and it's the worst because there's a pandemic and anytime you feel unwell oh, you start thinking like this is it pure
1: panic um it's
0: for madness
1: Oh, we watched that. What the a great other day. musical, right? Amazing.
0: Kristen Bell's best performance.
1: Kristen Bell. I thought I knew everything she was in and I was wrong and uh, yeah, this nobody, is amazing.
0: Whenever I tell people about the musical Reefer Madness, which is based on this old propaganda film from the thirties, it's like a parody of that. Whenever I tell people about it, they're like, What's that? And then you know what? It's really great. So everybody it. Go is watch it is amazing. And don't watch it with your family though. It's uncomfortable.
1: No, it's like so uncomfortable, but like yeah. it's so funny. It's
0: very funny. Just like watch it like with a friend. Check it out.
1: Let us know what you think. you're comfortable with. If you love don't Kristen watch it Bell. with your pastor.
0: If you love Kristen Bell, if you love Nev Campbell, if you love Alan Cumming, if which I If you love I Anna
1: Gosteyer. If Anna
0: Gosteyer, if you don't know that she's an incredible singer, you're about to learn.
1: You're going to learn hard. Yeah.
0: Also, again, just a content warning. It's a violent
1: thing, It's you know. uh for adults.
0: It's for adults.
1: Anyway, my number Bring five is Chester Cheetah.
0: Chester Cheetah? makes he, He's creepy to you.
1: He's creepy to me because- he, I know his whole vibe is supposed to be that he's cool, but you, get- but it is definitely cool in like an "I'll kill you" kind of way. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen like the recent commercials of like he's getting
0: more predatory. Yeah,
1: like he, there's like so I'm pretty sure maybe I imagined it. Yeah. Isn't there like a recent commercial with like people are like chasing him and he like kind of sends them into like a vat or like down some kind of. He, it's 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 very you know, like spy like i feel type like of thing, he I'm used picturing. to be
0: a spy this was in the early 2000s he was a spy he had like a list of super villains he was taking down mm-hmm. and you were supposed to like go to the cheetos website and help him take him down there was like a cruella Deville type woman there was someone with like a swamp fan boat and like he was kind yeah. of like a spy yeah i
1: think there was a new a newer commercial i know i've seen this recently where he like i'm pretty sure like people are chasing him or something yeah and if I I could have easily made up the rest of the commercial, but I kind of feel like he like opens a hatch and they like fly out or fall into a vat of acid or like something. But anyway, you get killer vibes from him. He
0: switched sort of attitudes because he used to be like, hey, I'm cool. And now he has this very deep British voice and he's just like, do it, kill the girl. Like yeah. that's the vibe Chester Cheetah's always giving you. Yeah. He's usually encouraging mischief now. He's always like, throw the Cheetos in your sister's hair. Yeah. Like that's Chester Cheetah.
1: Yeah, there's something like really off about him. What?
0: I don't know what it is. I feel like he used to be like, radical, try some Cheetos. And now he's like, kill your fucking parents. I kind of
1: always got that. Like it was cool and like mm. a, like if it wasn't for kids, he'd be yeah. smoking kind of a way. Oh. Does you he know? remind you of Jack Nicholson? He definitely, absolutely without a doubt, reminds me of Jack Nicholson. And he has that same Actually, danger. Specifically reminds me of when I think the genie is being Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah? And he's like, I don't know if that's what that is. Here's the
0: deal, Sparky. Yeah. You yeah, gotta be guy. a
1: straight shooter. Yeah, like which
0: is that. like not a rhythm Jack Nicholson normally has. But
1: that's what that that's exactly what Chester yeah. Cheater reminds me of. And that's why he's on my list. I also have a um a confession to make. Please. Um I don't understand why puff cheetos are a thing
0: the puffy ones
1: it just feels like cheese doodles are better oh my god yes and puff cheetos are garbage that should be lit on fire
0: puff cheetos are too hard cheese doodles are softer and they look softer and that's the key is that is that you get a good crunch out of a cheese doodle but you're not like (laughs) but also
1: like the cheese is better now i listen I like a crunchy Cheeto.
0: You don't have to apologize. I don't
1: like the crunchy cheese doodles.
0: You know what's really great that not enough people have tried? Everybody talks about the Flaming Hot Cheetos. And good for you, Flaming Hot Cheetos. But the jalapeno flavored Cheetos. I was delighted. I don't like jalapenos. I don't even like Cheetos. But I like the jalapeno flavored Cheetos, and they're hard to get. I feel like I only ever see them in those variety packs. At, like, a Costco. I
1: have never heard of these. Well, but um,
0: it's time to move on.
1: Uh, anyway. We've yeah, talked that was, so much about Chester. Go cheetah. ahead. That, well, was, that fair, was my number five.
0: A legend in the industry. You got to give you him gotta, his due.
1: I feel like we've got too many, like, cheetah, tiger type
0: things. Yeah, Tony the Tiger, no, Jack no, Nicholson. <laughs> I
1: was just thinking, of, like, you know, we got the Cats. Pink Panther. He's not a food mascot. Ooh, but, like, wait.
0: Oh, there is a commercial where the Pink Panther meets Chester Cheetah. Is
1: that why I'm picturing them together?
0: Yeah. It's also because they're basically the same thing. They are. Uh, Except okay. I think the Pink Panther used to smoke. Anyway. Um, let see. So my number five for least creepy. Sorry, let me be clear. Yeah. Chester
1: Cheetah smokes, just not on screen. <laughs>
0: That's why his voice suddenly became deep and British.
1: Mm-hmm. Go on. You're anyway.
0: Number five. Uh, my number five mm-hmm. for least creepy, and this might be controversial as less creepy than the others, but oh, okay. put my neck out there. The California Raisins.
1: I knew you were going to say this, and I'm glad you
0: did. The California Raisins are creepy, objectively. They are creepy looking stop motion claymation guys. If you've never heard of the California raisins, do yourself a favor. Look up some of their commercials. Their main gimmick was they would sing old fifties, like Motown songs. So, you know, they would sing like, I heard it through the grapevine, which, you know, they're grapes that have been dried up. You get it? But Mm -hmm. the California raisins, what is, what is my problem with them? A, they're creepy. Mm-hmm. They look gross, all right? They are Will Vinton, who was a beloved animator. They were his style of claymation, which was very intentionally uh, messy. You could always see the smudges in the clay or, or, or little bits of wrinkles, uh, what they would call boiling, which is where if you move something with feathers or hair on it, you can kind of see it wobble between frames. And you leave that in because it gives it a nice hand textured look to it. So he would intentionally leave in little flaws like that, little smudges in the clay or fingerprints because it gives it a nice handmade look. And that's why the California Raisins are at number 5 is because yes they're creepy, but you they're definitely clay. They are and there's a real artistry behind them. Chester Cheetah is is just creepy. And he is the modern CGI animation. There's a lot of other characters that look like Chester Cheetah. He's very well animated. He's very nice looking. But there's a lot of things like him. California Raisins, even at the time, Will Vinton's stop motion was kind of striking. It was them it's and gross. the noid. You know? It's gross. And that one Michael Jackson video we won't talk about. It's gross, it's gross. but it's a real artistry. And stop motion is an impressive craft. And but so it's for me, gross. yes, yes, it's creepy, but it's a handmade creepy. Creepy with love. It's creepy it's creepy that it's handmade.
1: Let me let me just say this. Yes. I never thought raisins needed a mascot. No. I thought they, they were a mascot for grapes, you know?
0: Yes, they do look more like grapes than raisins.
1: No, no. I oh. mean that raisins are a mascot oh, for Oh, so grapes. please
0: eat them before they go back. Yes. I'm not, I hate raisins. You know I, this. I
1: love raisins, but listen, hmm. I need a good raisin, a nice juicy raisin, not one that gets all hard and mm. like the stem is kind of on, not any of that bullshit. A nice juicy raisin.
0: California raisins had a real push in the 80s and 90s to like sell raisins from California to the point where in Back to the Future, among the many product placements of that film, they wanted a California raisins plug in there because the film is set in Hill Valley, California, a fictional city, but it was filmed all over California. So they said that they should have a a promotion in there. Um, But they had so many different uh, product placements to incorporate in the film, namely the the Pepsi sponsorships. Um, So at the last minute, they plastered the California Raisins logo on a bench, which at the very end of the film, when Marty gets home from 1985, he passes the same homeless man sleeping on the bench. The homeless guy wakes up. Home to 1985. Yes, when Marty gets home to 1985. Except
1: from that be oh, when very Marty returns. When talking about Back to the Future, <laughs>
0: when Marty returns to 1985, he sees the homeless man sleeping on the bench. That bench has the California Raisins logo on it, and that was what the filmmakers had been paid a certain amount of money to include in the film, um, because that was just the last thing they had to to film where they could add a new logo in. And uh, it's not a great product praise. Uh, it's not a great product placement. Nobody ever notices it's there. Uh, and so they actually, the filmmakers, returned the money to the California Raisins people because they were like, yeah, this isn't a very good uh, plug for your product.
1: Honorable.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was probably a contractual thing. Anyway, anyway. the point is uh, California Raisins. They're creepy, but I respect them. And at least you know they're not real. So that's, that's why they're only at number five. But it goes without saying a lot of people have California Raisin nightmares. Molly, what is your number four?
1: Okay. My number four is creepy but i don't even want to really give them much time um so it's the chick-fil-a cows yes um they're creepy because it's weird that you're like offering up somebody else as a sacrifice they're like eat more chicken one they can't spell and um (laughs) that's just not gonna help your campaign very much like, I don't know. I don't like the messaging around it. Like, cows are illiterate and also willing to throw chickens yeah. under the bus. Like,
0: cows are illiterate, they're violent. Yeah. They're unintelligent. They're intelligent enough to want to kill other creatures for self-preservation, but not intelligent but enough not to, to do
1: it. their own, like, to do see someone themselves. else spill. Like
0: they haven't. They're not intelligent enough to see the word chicken written out somewhere and then copy it. Right. But they are intelligent enough to kill.
1: They can also spell the other words. Like I'm just. Well, I think
0: more they spell wrong. M O well, I R. Think...
1: Oh, do they? I don't yeah. know. But I just don't yeah. like the cows. We I won't think dwell it's creepy. On it for long. Yeah, I Because they're
0: upsetting. We don't want to give them time. But also, number one, the Chick-fil-A company does bad stuff and has very uh, prejudiced hiring practices.
1: So I'm saying, if you know this about yourself, yeah. if you know that, like, people are kind of out for Chick-fil-A right now, why wouldn't you have, like, an adorable, loving, bring-you-in kind of mascot? Not something yeah. that's creepy and saying, like, eat other species. Like, mm, isn't that a little representative of your company yeah. to, like, you know – Save some and like hurt others. Mm, look at you, coming real hard for Chick Fil A right go. now. As we always reading are, reading between the lines,
0: between the lions. Now on PBS, also-
1: and it's like Chick Fil A doesn't sell burgers, <laughs> like
0: like barbecue places don't use not a pig as the logo. Right. Every barbecue place is like, look, eat a pig, and Which I mean, is they have the
1: chicken logo. Yeah. It's just like I get it, and like you know what? The first time I saw it. I thought it was cute, and that was when I thought it was Mm. a single, like, ad campaign. I don't like this continual use. And can
0: I say the worst thing? Um, On some highways, they have three-dimensional, six-foot-tall statues of the cows on billboards that are plastering the signs up that say, eat more chicken, right? The cows, they have statues of, of life-size statues of cows on these billboards, and you're driving down the highway, and you're like, oh shit, is that a guy up there? And then you're like, oh no, that's a it's statue a, <laughs> a statue of a cow that a homophobic chicken company put up there to distract me while I'm on a six-lane freeway. It's <laughs> nonsense. To hell with Chick-fil-A. Amen. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get so passionate on your creepy food mascot, please. No, that, was, that was all I had. If you wanna yell about this next one, Go ahead. feel free. I probably will. All right, number four, the sexy Hamburglar. We all remember a couple years ago, McDonald's was like, say goodbye to that old stupid hamburglar. And the fact that he couldn't speak English and all he would say was robber, rabble," And then he would try to steal your hamburgers and say hello to the sexy hamburglar.
1: Is that what he was called?
0: No, I mean, that's what I call it. He was just a new hamburglar and he just happened to be unreasonably sexy. He was a sexy hamburglar. And when you look at him, you're like, oh, I would buy this Halloween costume from a spirit Halloween. And for legal purposes, it would be called like attractive food thief, you know? Like Mm -hmm. they would have to not call him hamburglar for legal purposes because it's that level of like, oh yeah. Like it's not like he's, in like uh, a Speedo or something. Yeah, because I
1: mean, that's not a picture. I'm picturing like a stripper. No, I'll show you hamburgler. an image
0: of sexy hamburger. I'm going to look it up. And, and it this is be... a
1: male It's hamburgler? a man. It's a ma-
0: Molly, I can admit that. The... Look, no. Okay, so this is the new I wasn't hamburgler. judging.
1: I just wanted to be clear because I don't think they usually call men's costumes like attractive this. Oh, so he's just an adult man Hamburglar.
0: I think he's hot.
1: I, we have different tastes in men, Danny No,
0: look, I don't I'm not stating my reputation on it or anything This was your
1: fantasy and you brought it to life Tell quick, the truth
0: This is a picture of Nick Jonas dressed as the Hamburglar My god Now that's a sexy Hamburglar um, <laughs> Damn, he is a good costume. It's cute. It's like a good low effort kind of Halloween costume.
1: So why is the sexy Hamburglar on your uh, creepy list?
0: Why is he on my creepy list? Because yeah. even if I'm clearly attracted to him? Well, number one, I think the difference between the two is what's so startling.
1: Yeah, because I thought the Hamburglar was a child until yeah. you saying it was a grown man right now.
0: I mean, well, the the new one, the sexy Hamburglar, is a grown man. Right. Yeah, that's obvious. But what the reason he's on the list is because, A... For a man who steals hamburgers, he's yeah. Uh, for a man who steals hamburgers, he is unreasonably in shape. Mm-hmm. He looks too good for a man whose life goal is to take your McDonald's. All right, that's not a, that's not how a man who does that would look. Number one, while the old hamburger was quite suitably chubby, an honest advertisement of if you keep eating other people's McDonald's, you will mm-hmm. eventually look like a cartoon hamburger. That's just what it's going to be. Number two. I don't like that they're glorifying theft. Now, don't get me wrong. Stealing from the McDonald's Corporation? Great. Do it every chance you can get. They're monsters. You should just just steal from them. McDonald's, if you'd like me to stop saying things like that, how about a little hush money? Now...
1: <laughs> you said that like John Oliver. Sponsor- like not British, but like not just British, but way. smarmy
0: No, I'm kidding. John Oliver. John Oliver would be a sexy hamburger. <laughs> Let me say that right <laughs> now. That's my new comment for anyone I'm attracted to. Timothy Dalton in Beautician and the Beast. Ooh, what a sexy Hashtag little hamburger. Hashtag
1: John Oliver is a sexy hamburger. Hashtag
0: John Oliver is a sexy hamburger. But obviously, I'm just a little hamburger. <laughs> you can't arrest me for taking people's McDoubles. So is that what he did? He took other people's I always thought the deal was that Ronald and friends would be having McDonald's burgers, they would turn their back for a second and robble robble the hamburger would have their food. Uh, from the commercial Like a swiper no
1: swiping type very of much deal. Like just okay. a thief
0: that they're kind of friendly with.
1: Rude, but all right.
0: Yes. At any rate, the new hamburger hamburger is unnerving because like Catwoman and so many other thieves before him, he entwines this notion of 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 sexiness and thievery of mm. of of taking things and and presenting it as like R oh, and I naughty that kind of that kind of conflation of mm. of of sexuality and thievery. That's fine. That's a trope in media. But what's wrong is that it is all about McDonald's hamburgers, which are maybe the least sexy thing I've
1: ever seen. I mean, I just think the hamburger in general is kind of creepy, like. The thought that someone's sneaking around in a full getup to take the hamburgers. I mean, the hamburgers, as though that isn't the most suspicious thing you could do.
0: I think he's escaped freshly from prison.
1: Well, he's in, yeah, the stripes. He's in the
0: stripes, yeah.
1: Do you really think he got arrested for stealing hamburgers or something else? Maybe it's a sad story, though. Maybe he doesn't have any money for food. It's a
0: Jean Valjean. It's a
1: real Jean Valjean. There is a
0: robot chicken sketch where they do Les Miserables. About the hamburglar. It's called Le Miserable Rabble, which is kind of funny. And uh, I never
1: knew he said that until this podcast. Oh, I'm right sorry now. you didn't
0: know about rabble rabble, Molly. It's from a d- a different generation's McDonald's. Making land. me
1: think of Rada Rada from
0: Chowder. Oh, Chowder. That show was amazing. Let's watch Chowder. I can't Forget this chowder, mascot you know. stuff. Let's go watch Chowder. No. Alright. And anyway, the Hamburglar is unnerving because he seems to be so sexy (laughs) and yet he is focused on something so unsexy and it makes you question there's another level there there's something wrong with this guy he's not eating those burgers he's doing something with them and i don't want to think about what it is because a man who looks like that and who is so so out there just just you know just raw energy to Mm. him and and he's he's stealing these burgers for what purpose it unnerves me he creeps me out i'll say it.
1: all right all right i'll take it i think you're judging that you know just eating burgers isn't sexy but
0: Molly there is no... Molly I don't want to have this argument again there's no sexy way to eat a hamburger we had this discussion while I was staging my cabaret show and we're going to have it again now the <laughs> lettuce <laughs> right. is so wet and see crunchy. I'm going to
1: put this as my number three mm-hmm. even though it's probably my number two I just think the number two and number one are a little similar so um, so my number three is Chef Boyardee
0: oh yeah he's a
1: fucking stalker oh he's a he's a child stalker he's a freak and i get that the child is asking for it but i'd like to make it clear that it does not make it okay
0: listen let's be clear about something a child that young cannot possibly understand the lifelong ramifications that come from being haunted by a can of beef it's creepy a ravioli
1: it's following a ball Like, imagine, I get that these were funny, cute commercials, right? They're harmless. But imagine the implication of this can following you home, making it its mission Follow to get for you, you there. It. For you to, what? Eat it? For it to go in your mouth? There's some creepy connotation there. Yes. For this, and they say thanks, chef, like you know, like as if it's the chef himselfs deal. And so have they chef tonight? So yeah, like like you're eating chef, like like what? No. So I think it's creepy. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's Italian. Like I think it's one of those like fake Italian things. Yeah. And um, it's creepy, like the Mario Brothers. The fact that he stalks you that it's not like any other grocery where you buy it and eat it it's it follows you home
0: you have no choice
1: why is it his mission like does it just happen if a kid wants it and can't have it or like does it follow everyone who walks by home and i just does
0: chef choose you or do you choose chef
1: right and like does it keep happening every time you want chef boy or d you think because if that happened once yeah And then I found out that Chef Boyardee followed my kid home, and that's what my kid had for dinner when I wanted them to eat something else. Yeah. Would I, like, then always be like, I have to buy this or it's going to follow me? Or would I, like, just steer clear of the Chef Boyardee aisle? Like, am I afraid now? Yeah.
0: Two things. Do we think the horror movie It Follows was based on the Chef Boyardee commercials? Mm -hmm. Number two. Do you think that there's, like, an extended cut of one of those commercials where the mom keeps saying, no chef tonight, no chef tonight, and every night her child somehow has a full can of beefaroni?
1: Yeah, like, just because it comes home doesn't mean that you're having it for dinner.
0: You know, after weeks of this, their child is just lethargic, and they're Bones are melting because they're eating nothing but Chef Boyardee. They're not healthy. And this kid's just like dying and it's just weakly shoveling Chef Boyardee under their mouth. And the mom is just begging and pleading. No, Chef, tonight, please have a fucking vegetable. And the kid is just like, Chef, followed me home. My got to Like, is terrifying. this a curse? Is this a monkey's paw curse where the child wishes for Chef Boyardee? Mm, and can never Careful
1: escape? what you wish for. It might yes. be. I have a question. Does Chef Boyardee exist outside the can or is he just – on? like do we see a real life chef at any point? No, but
0: there was that commercial where the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz happened to be shaped – his body happened to be shaped like a Chef Boyardee can. So a group of children mauled him to death because they were so hungry for Chef. It's the one time we've ever seen the children pursue, pursue him.
1: Is it like addictive? Does he need chef wordy? And that's why his mom is like, no, you can't have it. Yeah. Like, we don't know why mom's saying no.
0: Could you imagine? Oh, wait. Let me pitch you a horror short film. Okay. It's a child. They're clearly going through withdrawal. They're shaking and fidgeting and saying they need their fix. And their mom says, no, I'm, I'm, you're going to break this habit with me tonight. I'm going to stay with you all night. They lock the kid in a bedroom. They sit outside the bedroom like a watchful guard. And then in the middle of the night, bang, bang, bang. What is it? It's the can of Chef Boyardee knocks yes. down the door, rolls itself into the lap of the child, who is all, all just about to break through the addiction, addiction to Chef, just about to recover. Chef won't let it happen, and the kid eats the Chef Boyardee and realizes, wait, my mother was watching guard. How did Chef enter the room and knock down the door? The child exits the bedroom, beefaroni in oh, stomach, God. and sees his mother bludgeoned with a can of Chef Boyardee. The can took it upon itself to enter the room at any cost
1: that's that's terrifying molly maybe we should move chef up to number one chef boyardee horror film it's Um, like
0: rubber where the tire is alive
1: exactly what it is exactly
0: oh my god they already did it damn it kevin bacon you piece of shit you're really good at acting oh
1: i totally had another point about chef boyardee
0: (sighs) now i'm thinking about kevin bacon and how absurd it is that he's not a food mascot
1: you're like why is there no kevin bacon's bacon
0: for real like I'm actually real. upset now. Kevin Bacon is always six degrees away from every other actor. Well, he's about a uh, three hundred degrees on my stove away from being delicious. I ask you, why? Are, why are we not hawking uh, bacon with 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 good old Kevin? Who's missing this opportunity? It's absurd. It is. That that's a crime, truly. <sighs> Molly,
1: I'm trying to. I'm gonna
0: go call the bacon lobby. Do to- it. <laughs>
1: um the thing that is bothering me about this is that there's the thing that sticks out is like the 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 rationale behind it because i get that sometimes products are advertising directly to children but you still need to get the parents to buy it yeah and what kind of and a couple of kids products do this where they like show like your parents don't want you to have Mm. this but you should get it and it's like me as a parent i'm like wait why does the mom not want them to have chef tonight
0: it's the same like, conundrum as the sexy hamburger, Molly. It's, it's you want what you can't have. That which is uh, taboo is right. attractive. The kids
1: you. want it, but me as a parent would be like, hmm, I don't know. Like even Nesquik, in the yeah. you know, kids love it. Moms approve. Whatever it is, I well, can't think.
0: kicks the cereal is kid tested, mother approved.
1: I think something like Nesquik is like that, though.
0: I don't know, maybe.
1: Or approve my mom, love my mom's... All right, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of kicks. Who the knows? The like, a little that creepy. That makes sense to me. He is. He was almost on here, but I, I didn't put him you on. You didn't put the quick Bunny. Um,
0: His name's just Quick.
1: But I just feel like it's a dumb campaign, because yeah. what... You're not going to get the parents to buy it then. I mean, I
0: guess it didn't work that great. I don't see a lot of Chef Boyardee commercials anymore. But
1: I don't, or ha, did it work? Because they don't need commercials anymore. Because they still right. make Chef Boyardee. Maybe
0: it's so in the pop culture. I mean, I remember the commercials. Certainly, you're so you afraid.
1: Do. You're afraid to not buy it because it's better to buy it than have the can follow you home.
0: Exactly. Oh, I love it. All right. All right. What's your next one? My number three, for creepiest food mascots, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Cannibals. These are sentient pieces of cereal that devour each other. The implication being that Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal is so deeply delicious that you cannot help but, but get a taste. Yeah, just a little lick of the cinnamon, Oh, just another one, and then suddenly, chomp. Eating your brethren, your relatives, your friends, your your lover devouring their very flesh, their body, consuming all that ever was them. The physical matter that made up the person you loved is gone because you could not resist the temptation of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That is what these cereal cannibals are. And also they replaced the very cute, plump chef named Wendell and his two assistants who used to sell Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I liked them a lot more than I liked the creepy cereal that would eat each other.
1: Yeah, cannibalism It's so creepy Who who wouldn't want to taste of that uh, you sound Sweet like... cinnamon Hey Molly flush of, of your brethren
0: Molly, are you okay? No You sort of have a pale uh, look on your face Like like maybe you've tasted the forbidden fruit
1: I, I We just don't know where the cannibals are coming from No, I mean, I agree with you it It's creepy Right
0: Maybe it's for the best that we quickly move on to the next one <laughs> <laughs> also they totally ripped off that that snack crave yeah because they were like chocolate guys that would eat each other and it was literally the same thing
1: i don't like the like realistic like not that their eyes are realistic but you know what i mean that the, the, the rest of them is the realistic, rest of them is but realistic, but the realistic and the eyes are, are yeah it that always kind of worries me yeah. out it reminds me a little of the corn puff Thing. Oh God! The... Why was that not on here? Oh. Damn it! All right,
0: uh, well, honorable. You say honorable mention.
1: Honorable mention is the corn puff creepy mouth
0: thing. Co- corn pops. Corn pop. I'm sorry. One more time from the top, like you're Joe Biden. Corn popping. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> corn pop was a bad dude. Corn pop was a bad corn dude. Pop. Oh, somebody give me some aviator sunglasses. The, the like
1: corn. This. The corn pop mouth thing. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> well, what
0: would you call it?
1: The creepy corn puff thing. Still keep saying puff? <laughs> it's my favorite cereal. Why am I fucking this up? Corn pop.
0: <laughs> you look like you're about to cry right now thinking about this. Corn pops. I forget? Used to have a cereal. Uh, there was a series of corn pops commercials with an gotta upside down. Di-
1: got
0: have my Gotta pops. have my pops. Gotta have my pops. Is an upside down mouth devouring a tiny model city where all the citizens were corn pops. And so this upside down mouth would eat. Uh, all the corn pops and scream, gotta have my pops! As it like Godzilla. like
1: pic- I'm picturing like a, a Mexican wrestler? one of those? Oh, things a luchador. Called? Yeah, did they have one of those masks on it sometimes? N-
0: maybe there was a variety of corn pops. There was there was different mouths. There was sometimes there were two of them. But basically, it was always a chin with googly eyes yeah, on it. It was
1: creepy, and I didn't like it. Screaming, but I love corn pops. pops. Best cereal out there, in my opinion.
0: Just scariest commercial.
1: Scariest commercial. Can't believe I didn't think about it. Damn, now that I'm thinking about it, that Honeycomb's guy's creepy as fuck, too. Oh,
0: the Honeycomb's guy. How could we miss so many? Tell us what. You write in and tell us all your creepiest food mascots. A lot of them are cereal-related, I think. Yeah. And honestly, that Honeycomb's Wild thing Jeepers creepers. Jeepers creepers. That thing looked like what was eventually going to happen to Donnie on the wild thornberries. <laughs> that it just looked like that little boy that sounded like flea from the red hot chili peppers yeah. he would eventually turn into that ball of hair.
1: It looks like where the wild things are but small.
0: Yeah. Marie Sendak, you got a lot to answer Man, for. Man, we
1: must see. This is the thing. There's just so many creepy ones. So you have to tell us yours because we can't tell you all ours.
0: Exactly. So honorable mention yes. to the Corn Pops, Creepy Mouth, and to yeah. the Wild Thing, which advertised Honeycombs. Okay, Molly, go ahead. I believe you're at number two.
1: Number two. All right. My number two is KC Penguin. Mm. Um, If you don't know who that is, that's Kid Cuisine, a.k.a. KC so why is kid cuisine creepy well one he is is this weird cgi that i don't like yeah it's not quite jimmy neutron (laughs) and it's not quite pixar it's something (laughs) different entirely um i don't like his voice it's annoying he's kind of always popping up out of nowhere
0: yeah hey kids it's time for kids cuisine no you know what the worst part about Casey Penguin is? He always talks to the kid's mom mm-hmm. as if it's also his mom. In all these commercials, yeah. the kids will be like, we're hungry, and the mom will be like, what do you want for dinner? And the Casey Penguin will go, Geez, mom, let's have kid cuisine. He calls her mom. Okay, but it's kid cuisine.
1: Is it kids cuisine or kid cuisine?
0: I believe it is because this is important to me. With an S, let me look. Because
1: I always thought it was kids cuisine, but I believe it said his name was kid cuisine. So I
0: maybe he's cuisine the kid, like Twinkie the kid. Who he's? No, it's just kid cuisine.
1: Kid cuisine. Yeah. So. He, is, no S. It's named after him. Like I'm confused a little bit why, or was he named after Kid Cuisine? Um, it's a little that's a little gray to me. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that it's a penguin. I guess it's a penguin because it's like a frozen dinner. Yeah, and I that's like that. actually. I, I get its catchy but like
0: it. you, I, that's that never addressed. Hot. I don't feel yeah. like
1: we're ever seeing it being taken out of the freezer in the commercials because
0: that's not the appetizing part. The appetizing part is when it's been reheated.
1: Well, just let me be clear. It's not very appetizing. I mean, look. The appetizing ever... part of all TV dinners is the dessert, and we know it. That little brownie, mm-mm, That good. little
0: brownie thing that's just encrusted sugar on a plastic tray. Right. Ugh.
1: Well, what I... Um, vaguely remembered and had to look up slash yeah. learn today is that uh, KC was not the original Penguin.
0: Yeah, BJ. Kid Cuisine.
1: It was BJ and this polar bear named Chef. And they were <laughs> 2D um cartoons.
0: No Chef Tonight, Mom. No
1: Chef Tonight. Uh, That's no. what they
0: said. They got rid of the Chef and then all of a sudden they got rid of BJ and now he was KC Penguin and he was supposed to be so much cooler, but his voice is scarier to his me. His
1: voice is scarier. I don't like the cartoon though of BJ and Chef. It's a little weird. It's very chaotic. Um, I don't understand why they were there. Or it was the nineties. Why would we name it Kid Cuisine then? And why did we then instead decide to name the Penguin Kid Cuisine? Did we think that was the problem with the marketing? Because kids do that sometimes. Like they will just call something the name of it. You know, like not
0: just kids, old people like, do that. You might
1: not call it like Fairly Odd Parents, but call it Timmy Turner yeah. or something. Like, well,
0: kids, uh, old people do that as well, but they do it the do reverse. That. Because a kid will go like, "Oh, let's watch Timmy Turner instead of let's watch Fairly Odd Parents," but yeah. old people will go, "Oh, Murder She Wrote is solving a crime today. Yeah. Murder She Wrote went down to the DMV and she actually solved a crime." Like they'll always do that, where they call the main character the name of the the TV show. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess old people do that with like Looney Tunes. They'll call it, "Oh, I was watching Bugs Bunny." Yeah. When I was a kid, I watched Bugs Bunny every day, and it's like that's not. They're called the Merry Melodies.
1: Well, I guess we, we all do, do it. it. We shouldn't really generalize populations. You know what, but... Molly?
0: Are we wrong to ever stereotype? Gosh. We're we're prejudiced. terrible, We're bad yeah, people. yeah, I
1: think the penguin's creepy, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. He's popping up out of nowhere, and I don't like it. But also, I just remember that he was a thing today, and I wanted to talk about him.
0: Oh, no, kids' cuisine!
1: Oh, they had like the little icing, like you could write on their brownie sometimes with the different colors. You sound you like when, that?
0: you sound like when Michael Pena explains the movie Ant Man at the I end. I do. Of Ant-Man. That's
1: exactly what I sound like.
0: She's crazy, stupid, fine. That's what you sound like. Mm-hmm. Stan Lee when they were filming that they had to explain to him that when he lip syncs the part that goes this girl was crazy stupid fine when they told that to Stan Lee the first time he did it he went this girl is crazy and stupid and fine <laughs> and they had to oh, go it no, they Stan <laughs> they had to go it's all one thing <laughs> anyway I would love a reel of Stan Lee messing up his cameos in movies because it, you can tell that happened a lot he was like a hundred years old so I feel the like he didn't get everything peace. on the first take <sighs> Molly you killed Stanley. Okay. Anyway, um my number two is the McDonald's Happy Meal box, which I don't know if you oh, remember. Yeah,
1: it looks a little like if you mix the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Crunch with the pop the yes, cornpop's pop, The Corn Pops, Pops mouth.
0: They have both have creepy mouths. So there's not much that hasn't already been said about this. It's gross. It's creepy. It looks like a minion. I'm not a big fan. Hmm. Its arms are Mr. Potato Head arms, but its feet are like sneakers. Mm-hmm that have, like, long, stringy legs, it is understandable that they would want to turn something as recognizable as the Happy Meal box into a mascot. And it's perfectly understandable that they would want to phase out Ronald McDonald, who, despite being beloved, is still a clown and therefore a creepy. But it's not on the list. But the solution to the problem was not make something scary. Yeah. The solution to the problem was we have a scary clown mascot. We need something more friendly. The answer to that problem is not make the box scary too. Yeah. The answer wasn't put a, a giant smile and <laughs> bug eyes on everything else so the clown was less creepy. It's like we have this creepy mascot, it's a clown, it's from a different time. So what we did was uh, the restaurant has eyes now and while you eat it watches you no don't try to <laughs> distract me from the clown by making everything else scary and your hamburgers so sexy i can't what's focus on my meal what's the implication
1: of my food's inside of something alive
0: i mean eventually all food ends up inside something alive right otherwise but it's i'm not, not eating
1: food. it when it, before that you know like it's like
0: the happy meal box is regurgitating yeah. the food into you like you're a baby bird
1: i don't Nasty. understand why mcdonald's needed so many fucking mascots you got ronald you got like the entire gang. The
0: McDonaldland gang is so extensive. People forget that there was the Sea Captain who advertised the fillet of fish. People forget. Grimace's Irish cousin, who existed to advertise the shamrock shake, because no. grimace, grimace was. People forget Grimace had a grimace. He was not happy. Right. He was upset. And he would drink a McDonald's milkshake. And it made him so happy that even he could not grimace while having a McDonald's milkshake. So his cousin, O Grimace, was uh, an Irish Grimace who advertised the shamrock oh, shake. That's
1: genius. People
0: forget that not only was there. People remember Mayor Cheese. Everybody remembers Mayor Cheese. But people forget Constable Big Mac. No, I who can't. was the law enforcement of McDonald Land? People forget about uh oh, I already forgot her name. Help me out here. Wendy, what was the what the, was
1: the Chicken Lady? The chicken lady. I the, don't know what her name was. The
0: chicken lady, the living nuggets, those, living nuggets. those things that represented French fries, but they were just kind of like pom poms. Like, yeah, red I and don't blue know pom-poms. what those were.
1: Too, many things. <sighs> too many, many things. Now the box. It's like too much. Um, would you just say that in general mascots are usually living things, like people or inanimate things that are turned into mascots cuz I don't understand the inanimate object mascot. I don't. You don't, don't
0: understand what, what what do you mean? What's an like inanimate Like a box. Object? Oh, like a box. Like what? Like, like or...
1: you don't need to do that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess at that point why have a mascot?
1: It's like when you have flow for Progressive Insurance, yeah. but then you have the motherfucking box.
0: Well, now I support that Progressive Insurance box just because it, it's voiced by uh, an actor I like. So
1: you don't have to support the concept of the box. Why? Well, I don't want him to lose work. I don't like the implications of my inanimate objects talking to me to sell me items,
0: Molly. Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell is a talented actor, he is. and he should be getting work for more than just Rick and Morty. So if progressive insurance commercials want to pay him money to say, like, I'm a box, then fine. They could easily be paying him to say, I'm a person. Just like I don't enjoy commercials for insurance, but Stephanie Courtney, the actor who plays Flo, is a talented actor, and I like seeing her get work. So if that's what it takes, so be it. Fine. Molly?
1: That's a person. I support that. It's
0: hard out there for a Stephanie Courtney.
1: I just don't get the box.
0: God, do you remember when there was that rumor that the progressive insurance lady died? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I was devastated. And then someone said, that's not true. And I was like, thank God, Stephanie's okay.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you know her name. Share it with the world. They should know.
0: (laughs) Spread the message. Anyway, the McDonald's Happy Meal box. Nasty little mascot. Mm -hmm. Molly, it's time for your number one.
1: My number one might be controversial in the fact that it hit the number one spot, but I stand by it. Is the Burger King.
0: Oh. He's
1: terrifying. I
0: totally forgot about the Burger King. He's just
1: wearing, he's not, he wants to be a person and he's not. Like, it's creepy. It's creepy. We're so close to being real and then we're just not. And he doesn't talk and it's creepy and like, I don't even need to say much about him even though he's the number one. Why is he here? You're right. The mascot for Burger King should be a Burger King.
0: That's But there's
1: no reason he has to be a a mask, man. Like, just give me a king. Yeah. Was he ever just a king or was he always this creepy? Do you know? No, he
0: was a king at times. Here's some pictures uh, I've got pulled up.
1: Yeah, but even there, he Some looks fake. the original
0: Burger King, uh, this was the very first Burger King commercial, and I dig his kind of like almost spaceman outfit he's in. Like, it is still a king costume, but I mean, look at this guy. This is something else. He
1: still looks fake. Something about his head looks plastic. I can't S- deny that. It's just that. a man with
0: a beard, Molly. But
1: it looks fake because the hair is I mean, so it's clearly a wig. fake. It's a, it's a wig. I just don't like him. He's creepy. He, is, he can easily just be a king yeah like the plasticky looking face is what's wrong and i don't support it i don't know why he can't talk and be like a king like like the mattress king like i don't know like sell me my burger don't just stand there like that's i want to stay away from burger king and i do doesn't help that inside of burger kings feels creepy to begin with yeah and then you have this creepy king in there like
0: staring at you also not to be that guy but like all monarchs just kind of creepy, you know.
1: Yeah, like there's an implication of what he does with his power.
0: Since he's been the Burger King for so long, there's no doubt that he's had sort of a Henry VIII situation where he's killed many wives and imprisoned others. Well,
1: I've never seen the Burger Queen.
0: We've never seen a Burger Queen. Now, here's the thing: is that normally I would take that as my opportunity <laughs> to confirm that the Burger King is either a lifelong bachelor or gay. That would be my theory. But he doesn't exude enough like positive energy for me to assume either of those things. He and just I just feel have like any he's killing. Queens.
1: The WAP her. The WAP her as in WAP Her. He is an abusive murderous asshole.
0: He's a horrible king.
1: I don't think he's doing much for his kingdom right now, you know. I, I think Burger King went bankrupt a while ago. Did I make that up? I mean ours closed.
0: Yeah, the Burger Kings around us have shut down. Um Do you
1: remember that one time? <laughs> Was Annie and I went to a Burger King once, and we got there, and they were out of burgers. Yes,
0: we were. We were in an airport. And I think we, it wasn't a,
1: was a rest stop. No, it was an airport. Oh, was we airport?
0: were so tired getting off this plane. We said we'll eat anything, and all there was around there was a Burger King. And we said, you know what, airport Burger King's not going to be good. But we were so hungry, and we walked over to this Burger King, and we were looking at the menu, and the person working there, God bless their soul, <laughs> came up to us and said, "Just so you know." We're out of burgers, <laughs> and I, in that moment, I've never been so upset, but I've also never felt worse for an employee. I have <laughs> been a minimum wage employee and have been yelled at by strangers for very little. And you had we, him at the time. But I've never felt so bad for a minimum wage employee because it's like, how do you explain to your customers with a straight face, <laughs> welcome to Burger King, or, um, we got no fucking burgers how do you do it how do you do it yeah
1: that's definitely that hard. poor
0: woman and like you know someone screamed at her that night because of that you yeah. know someone flipped this out probably on her. our mom Ugh. because i'm not
1: gonna lie to you i don't really like anything from burger king yeah i don't know if i would have liked their burgers more in yeah. my head i hear my mom saying that the burger king burgers tasted like horse meat to begin with yeah but uh, I don't like their chicken either. I like their chicken fries, actually. That's it.
0: Honestly, the last time I ate Burger King, I became so violently ill that Mm. I was convinced I had food poisoning. I don't get that way. I have a continuous stomach ache all throughout my life. I'm never well is Mm -hmm. basically my state of being. Um, But Molly, this was the sickest I have ever been. I felt... (gasps) Uh Oh, yes. I felt like Ebenezer Scrooge oh, shuffling through the halls with a stub of a candlestick every time I got sick. It was horrible, and it was just from one it cheeseburger. Worse than
1: when you had Denny's,
0: I can't remember ever eating Denny's.
1: No, oh no, that was just a diner. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of when you had chicken oh, at a diner. No,
0: Molly, that was I went to the diner already nauseous. Oh, uh, okay. My mistake. Molly, please, don't pin it on the diner. It was a great Ma- diner. My
1: mistake. Um, I, I, I would like to, to put on the record that I will let Danny win this argument of that it was at an airport, but I would like to make my case clear that I do still think it was a rest stop.
0: Okay. At any rate, Molly. Not
1: that it matters
0: to The Burger you. King himself is scary. He's scary. He represents a subpar fast food chain. No offense to employees of the Burger King. It's not your fault. It's the corporation. And his big plastic face is annoying because they like tried to make it almost a proto internet meme. They tried to make yeah. it like a thing. It was the start of that era of intentionally bad advertising. Yeah. Him and the Six Flags guy were this
1: yeah. stage of,
0: our mascot may be annoying, but at least you'll remember him. And that bred into our culture. At least
1: the Six Flags guy talks.
0: No, he didn't at first. I know
1: at first he didn't, but and he then went on to. The only
0: reason he said, more flags, more, flags more, fun. more fun. The only reason he started saying that was because Six Flags had released a semi-racist commercial oh, that no. they felt they needed to correct. And so they quickly brought back Mr. Six after retiring him so that he could be the one saying more flags, more fun. Because originally what it was was a racist depiction of an Asian man with a cartoonish accent saying more flags, more fun, just screaming oh, at the camera his no. disembodied head. And when people were offended by that, they brought back Mr. Six and let him talk, finally. Before that, he had always just been a dancer.
1: Please, Mom. I'd, I'd rather not think about the Vanga
0: Boys. At any rate, the Burger King himself, he and Mr. Six had the same effect on popular culture where they they generated a number of irritating children who for Halloween or for a talent show would be like, you know, it'd be so funny. would be like just like the Burger King or Mr. Six and imitate those characters and their unfunny antics. I still and feel like
1: Mr. Six is bigger than that, you know?
0: Mi- Mr. Six is better than the Burger King. I like but Mr. Like Six. also like
1: bigger. I feel like he was more popular. Than I the
0: like King. Mr. Six. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. I think Mr. Six is pretty cool. You know why? Because he's something, something, weird yeah he is when was the last time six flags advertised with anything but that one guy who says go big go six flags more flags more fun like he we haven't had a mascot for them they have the rights to the looney tunes and batman and they use neither make a commercial with bugs bunny you idiot like (laughs) you have fucking superman and all your commercials are a disembodied voice saying there's a roller coaster you idiots you own the most famous cartoons and superheroes in the world. It doesn't matter how big a Marvel movie gets. Everybody knows what Superman is, you dumb dums Just fucking use that. Mm, can't talk about it. Got to get to number one. Number one. My number one worst food mascot. Before I get to it, I have one honorable mention. Molly, for a time, Ronald McDonald had a dog.
1: Oh, yeah. though no, that's creepy.
0: This dog was named Sunday. And if you've never seen Sunday... I was about to tell you to look him up, but don't, because I don't want to ruin your day because I like you because you took the time to make it this far into the podcast. Sunday is a nasty little freak with a big blue nose, sharp teeth, and eyes like a human man's, but all on a puppet of a dog with little baby T-Rex arms. He's a nasty little freak. I don't like him. And he looks like he's a rejected Rugrats character because they let Klasky Chupo, the animation studio from Rugrats, design him. And that was a big mistake.
1: Um, I do think that you're on to something about this idea of if we make a bunch of creepy mascots, Ronald himself won't be so creepy. Because I think as time went on, Ronald did become less creepy. Like, he's become rather lovable. Do think of
0: him as a clown? He's just Ronald McDonald. He's just, yeah,
1: Ronald McDonald. Like, I am not creeped out by him, but that dog. Yeah. He was something else.
0: It's you're right. It's like literally if we just surround Ronald with a cast of Freaks, he seems just normal in comparison. It would be like if Pennywise the Dancing Clown showed up, but he was <laughs> surrounded he was surrounded by like actual hell beasts. You'd be like, Oh, that's not so bad. It's like Pennywise the Dancing Clown isn't scary when he's standing next to two other Pennywises who both have their mouths open, like those big jaws with all the teeth sticking out of them, or one of them has that like swirling portal head. Like then Pennywise is the normal one if the other two are doing like ah, 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 let me eat you stuff.
1: I don't know. The dancing is pretty creepy.
0: Okay, so let's say there's a Pennywise, right? And then right next to him is a Pennywise who's doing the scary dance where the whole camera shakes. Then suddenly regular Pennywise is fine. At any rate, my number, so that's my honorable mention is Ronald's dog Sunday. He's not the creepiest because he was not widespread. People didn't know him that much so he can't be that creepy because he only traumatized a small number of us who bothered to buy those Ronald McDonald VHS tapes. Yes, we did have one as a kid. And, uh, it's
1: Ronald's birthday, in case you were wondering. Yes,
0: we had the Ronald's birthday episode. At any rate, my number one creepiest mascot, Colonel Sanders.
1: I almost put him. Here's the thing,
0: Colonel Sanders is in an odd way endearing. I love larger than life stereotypical characters. I love when those characters are old men. I love when those characters are old Southern men. I love, for instance, in Knives Out, Benoit Blanc is a endlessly charming character who literally talks like he is Colonel Sanders. Danny but
1: is in love with him.
0: Here's the difference. Number one, Colonel Sanders was a real Southern man in the 50s. And the fact that he was a Southern man who was called the Colonel in the 1950s and walked around wearing an all-white suit? Uh Uh-uh. We're going to find out something real bad about Colonel Sanders in the next year. I guarantee that the shoe is about to drop on Colonel Sanders. We are about to get an Entertainment Tonight Hollywood Reporter Vanity Fair Variety expo Zay. About Colonel Sanders and like, did you know Colonel Sanders actually slaughtered thousands in the Panamanian conflict? Did you know Colonel Sanders owned slaves in the
1: 1980s? Well, yeah, like he feel I I get a very. was he a, Was he a colonel
0: there. from the Civil War is what I'm asking, because it feels like that's what he wanted you to think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm fine I don't be- know the yeah. deal with him, but I've always found him to be creepy. Yeah, in my mind, he's racist. I mean, maybe he's not. He yes, he could be a very nice Southern man. Okay,
0: but here's the thing: is that they they're so Kentucky Fried Chicken is so uh, mm, about their legacy that they changed their name to KFC. They don't really? they don't ever use Kentucky Fried Chicken in the name because people don't like thinking about the fried part. They don't. It sounds unhealthy. You know so in commercials they tend to focus on the fact that it's chicken that it's prepared by hand and all that stuff they don't talk about the frying part of it it's the same reason that Dunkin donuts is just called Dunkin now and not Dunkin donuts is because are we donuts be well dunkin donuts are unhealthy so just Dunkin is 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 more preferable to them so uh, it's the same thing with KFC they just like the letters they don't like you thinking about the fact that your food is fried even though it's still fucking fried food anyway so clearly they've they've done some thinking about how their characters appear to a modern audience how their marketing comes across to a modern audience and so in this way they have they've continued to reincarnate colonel sanders as different famous actors you know reba mcintyre norm mcdonald reba mcintyre is
1: my favorite colonel sanders because
0: at that point it's just reba mcintyre doing a commercial it has nothing to do with this strange 1950s colonel who was for sure a racist And so that I I guess is preferable, but there's something about the tone of those commercials where they keep alluding to something. Like if you watch those commercials closely, they keep alluding to the fact that there's some sinister extra force causing them to replace the colonels and maybe i just saw a lot of these commercials and other people's didn't other people didn't see them as much but there's one where colonel sanders bursts into like the office of the executives and is like how dare you try to replace me and then on the back wall behind him is like photos of like who's going to be the next colonel and it's like tim meadows and a dog and like all these other options mm-hmm. and like there's one where, like people literally grab Colonel Sanders off the screen. It's very strange, interesting, but they seem to be going for that same Burger King thing of like, well, aren't these ads so crazy and random? But what they're really doing, Molly, is trying to get away with using the memorability, the 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 universal knowledge of Colonel Sanders while preparing themselves for the other shooter drop. See, There's, they're like, he's not a real guy. He's a wacky character that Reba McIntyre plays. Right. But, but you and I know guy. the dirty little secret. Well,
1: I, I have to think because now that I, I'm trying to get Google to load so I can look this up. I'm 99% sure he wasn't an actual colonel. I was in so. Kentucky. I know this because of Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. There's like a thing where like in Kentucky you can be named a colonel. I don't know if it's because of Colonel Sanders or what, but there's some kind of like honorary colonel title. Yeah, Um A Kentucky colonel is like a thing. It
0: is. He's a Kentucky colonel. It's not a military rank. It's an honorary title. Uh, his name was Harlan David Sanders. He was born in 1890, and he died in 1980. He lived for 90 years. Mass. All right,
1: so post-slavery...
0: So, yeah, so, you know, but it just seems like it just seems like something's wrong there. You know, at any rate, I digress.
1: Yeah, um, I I don't know what the deal with those commercials are, but I, I know that they're creepy. Yeah. I know there's something odd about them. I like this kind of idea of the mystery. Who's going to play Colonel Sanders? But there is just something off about him as a character. Yeah. As a human.
0: But again, it's, it's the kind of thing where. I I guess I wouldn't think about him so much if they weren't trying to get me to like him. If he just existed and was their mascot, that's okay. But the fact that they're trying to go for like, look at our wacky ads where we're being hip and modern, or the fact that they have a DC comic book starring Colonel Sanders, where it's like Colonel Sanders is going to fight the Green Lantern, like... I don't really want to see Colonel Sanders fight the Green Lantern. I would be okay if he was just selling me chicken. Same thing with Ronald McDonald. I'd be okay if there were no cartoons of Ronald McDonald and we just saw him when we were being advertised hamburgers. But the fact that they're pushing him more makes me just wary of him. That this old Kentucky colonel is is out there and is trying to endear himself to new generations – makes me makes me cock my eyebrow a little bit molly and so colonel sanders creeps me out
1: yeah, i get he's it he's just
0: an old man selling me food
1: he is it's got that vibe of like i don't know it, old southern men are always from that time going to be mm. rub you the wrong way he feels like he could walk out of like one of those time period movies i don't know yeah that's a good number one he almost made my list and then i i put him cuz i had the burger king um, guy and the sh- chick-fil-a cow and i don't want to have too many fast food guys on mine but uh good choice danny yeah um you guys should definitely let us know you're either most creepy give us your top five guess yeah. whatever let us know about some creepy food mascots and tell you us know. if you
0: disagree if you are so deeply in love with colonel harlan sanders you know or or you really enjoyed that upside down corn pops mouth Let us know.
1: Yeah, let us know.
0: Tell us if we besmirched the good name of Sexy Hamburglar.
1: Or let me know if you remember uh, BJ and Chef instead of KC.
0: Heck, tell us if you ever heard of Kid's Cuisine. I feel like that didn't travel that far. I feel like it wasn't as big of a deal, but I I remember it very distinctly. It was a big deal, but
1: I also never liked it that much. It was like I wanted to like it so badly I feel like our mom bought it
0: like once and then that was kind of. And then of we easy just had the adult
1: TV dinners.
0: Yeah, and I didn't like TV dinners.
1: I like TV dinners. I do to oh. this day. But uh, kid cuisine was always trying well, too were, hard to be
0: kids. You, you were know? a big hot pocket kid.
1: I, okay. I was a big hot pocket kid. And then I didn't have hot pockets again until like middle school. And then a middle school big hot pocket kid. Mm. And then. No, maybe it was high school. There was yeah. some phase where I really loved Hot Pockets and ate them like every single day. Just the ham and cheese croissant ones for the record. And, because uh, and then you- after that, I couldn't eat them again until like very recently.
0: The notion of eating a hot pocket right now is actually making me feel a little sick. But you were just in it for that commercial where they got Snoop Dogg to do pocket like it's hot instead of drop it like it's hot.
1: Yeah, that's so my brand.
0: Do you ever think Snoop Dogg actually killed a person while he was in the gangs? Like he he seems to always allude to it in his music. He absolutely must. Like have. do you think that we've been like letting Snoop Dogg be on like SpongeBob SquarePants and like in our kids' movies and like he's an actual murderer?
1: He probably was, but you know, like, he's he's moved on.
0: And you know what? I would rather him sell me food than Colonel Sanders. What does that say? I'd rather have a murderer. It's also just because I seem to like Snoop Dogg quite a bit.
1: You're really coming for Snoop Dogg?
0: No, or? I'm a fan. I, I Do we him.
1: know he's a murderer?
0: No, but it seems like a lot of his music uh, just alludes to. Look, I'm not. It's not a problem with him in particular. A lot of rap music just happens to name check. Oh, I killed a guy.
1: My rap song does include five verses about the man I killed in Reno.
0: Yeah, but that's because you just keep rapping about that one uh, Johnny Cash song. You keep going like, yeah, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die.
1: Do you you think Johnny Cash came up with that? Johnny Cash is singing about me.
0: He was really in prison, Johnny Cash. Really? Yeah. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die.
1: All right. You got anything else for the. Uh, no, what folks song back do on? you want to fade out
0: on? And um, do not say the Shot the, the a Man in Reno bullshit. We're not fading out on Johnny Cash. That's expensive.
1: Um, I need something kitschy,
0: something something dorky.
1: Something. The
0: Chef Boy RD music?
1: Yeah. No,
0: no, 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 no. Okay. We'll fade out over the Chef Boy RD music. No chef tonight
1: no chef tonight
0: oh the pants are too tight no chef tonight you can find us on social media all the links to our various places to find us are right there in the description if you're driving don't try to read it
1: no but also please tell a friend if you like our podcast or leave us a review or a rating yeah we'd appreciate that
0: also god made you special and he loves you very much That's the end of every VeggieTales episode, and it's something that I never noticed until I was an adult. As a child, I was completely ignorant of the religious content of VeggieTales somehow. And so as an adult, when that tomato turned to the camera and said, God made you special, that he loved you very much, I nearly fucking puked. I was so scared. (laughs) So maybe he's on my list of creepy food mascots because he's food and he's a mascot, but not for food. For the Bible.
1: We love a Bible mascot.
0: <laughs> Bible mascots like Jesus and that Easter bunny guy. <laughs> Who would you say is the mascot of the Bible? Before we go, is it the cross? The cross with eyes and the happy mulard?
1: <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be that a feels, good one. That
0: feels blasphemous.
1: I mean, probably, but yeah. it's definitely what are they been gonna done do, more blasphemous than a freaking cucumber and tomato.
0: Oh, I think if the VeggieTales guys heard you call them blasphemous, they would they would not be happy. They would cry.
1: No, I lo- listen, I'm the biggest VeggieTales fan out there. Yeah,
0: I mean, celery, broccoli, it's got to be. It's got
1: to be VeggieTales. It's got to be
0: VeggieTales.
1: Broccoli or celery. That's what I it had. It's we should fade out over a jazzy veggie cover
0: of VeggieTales. What if the theme song to our show, instead of having our own theme song, what we do is we just put in like a, here, give me like a Tss. Broccoli S- S- Celery <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be vegetables. I'm
1: gonna take you seriously <laughs> You made such a scary face When you oh, did it Thank you
0: It's a jazzy song You're Like like
1: Broccoli Okay it. well can't I didn't like
0: Your impression <laughs> of my face To me Alright it's time for The chef music Molly you, I have a question yeah. Before we go One last question
1: Uh huh You already had one last can I, have, can I have chef tonight? Danny?
0: Yeah No chef tonight No <laughs> Un titre et le jour ça commence comme un rien.